Hi there. I'm so excited that you're here today. This is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. We're talking about Jesus returning. Jesus wants us to know we're not ready, and he has been revealing to us so many things, thing after thing after thing, reasons why we are not ready for his return. So let's acknowledge him for yet another reason we're not ready for his return. Jesus, we thank you for taking over. We thank you for telling us things to come. We thank you that you're trying to prevent from on that day us knowing our spots and wrinkles when it's too late, but you're telling us ahead of time. We thank you that you promised to tell us things to come and remind us of the things that you said. And so we're receiving from you today. We're learning from you, Master King Jesus. We're just open to your correction, to your instruction, because we know you only have good for us. And so we just want to be receptive to you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. He is amazing. He is so good. He is so in love with us. And you know, when you're in love with someone, you're looking out for them. And that's actually what he wants to talk about today. Who's looking out for you? Sometimes we can get caught in a trap of looking to other people because they make us feel good about ourselves, maybe. Or, you know, they're, they're just doing things to really um, pull us away from Jesus if they are being led by the enemy. And that's what God wants to talk about today. Because... If you're being led by the enemy, then you're going to end up getting hurt. You're going to end up walking down that wrong path. He's going to pull the rug out from under you at the last minute, and you're not going to know what hit you because you were trusting in a flesh feeling rather than the truth. And we talked about getting knowledge yesterday. You have to get understanding so that you can follow Jesus and do that thing. I want to read to you. This is 1 Peter 4, 12. Beloved, do not be amazed and bewildered at the fiery dart which is taking place to test your quality as though something strange and unusual is happening to you. And, you know, it, it does seem that way when you're following after Jesus and the enemy is angry and he's trying to trip you up. And so you end up going through stuff. And um, it, it's really pulling away from the enemy and walking towards God. And it gets uncomfortable. And lots of times things in your life just get so messed up and you can't figure out what is going on. And I want to tell you today what it is in 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Men will be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, and unholy. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For of this sort are they who creep into houses and lead captive silly women with sins, led away with divers' lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. So in the last days, things are going to get rough. 
people are going one way or the other. Either you're going to follow Jesus or you're going to follow how you feel. And if you start following how you feel, then you're going to get caught in the enemy's web. And the, Jesus wants to talk about how pain today can cause you to follow after the enemy. Because pain is so uncomfortable, the enemy knows that, and he wants to use that pain to lure you away from Jesus. Either he'll use people in your life to say, yeah, that wasn't fair, and, and to make you feel good about yourself as in getting revenge, or he's going to use a person like that to try to hurt you. Either way, he's pulling you away from Jesus because he doesn't want you to follow Jesus. And so the things that are happening that are so strange and crazy and are causing so much trouble and are going to be so hard to deal with are the very things that are prophesied that will happen to pull you away from Jesus. Jesus wants you to know that. I want to read to you in John 10 how this works. I assure you, most solemnly tell you, he who does not enter the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way elsewhere from some other quarter is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. The watchman opens the door for this man, and the sheep listen to his voice and heed it, and he calls his own sheep by name and brings them out. And when he's brought all his own sheep outside, he walks before them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never on any account follow a stranger, but will run away from him because they do not know the voice of a stranger or recognize their call. Jesus uses parable this illustration with them, but they did not understand what he was talking about. So Jesus said again, I assure you most solemnly tell you that I myself am the door for the sheep. All others who come, such as before me, are thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to and obey them. So what Jesus is saying is you're not going to follow after the enemy If you're intending to follow after Jesus, you're not going to listen to him. You're going to listen to Jesus. I am the door. Anyone else who enters through me will be saved. He will come in with me and go out freely, and he will find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd risks lays down his life. For a sheep, but the hired servant, he merely serves her wages, who is neither the shepherd nor the owner of the sheep. When he sees the wolf coming, he deserts the flock and runs away. And the wolf chases and snatches them and scatters the flock. Now the hireling flees because he merely serves her wages and is not himself concerned about the sheep. He cares nothing for them. I am the good shepherd and know, and I know and recognize my own, and my own know and recognize me. So what Jesus wants to say to you today is if you're not following him, if you're not following him closely and you don't hear his voice, if you're following the voice of the stranger, you're going to get caught up in, this, in those perilous times. You're going to get caught up in your feelings. And wanting to, the thing is that that happens 
when we live by our feelings and maybe there's a person in your life that is pulling you away from Jesus and you don't realize it. And that person doesn't even realize sometimes they're following after the voice of the enemy. And it all starts with pain. That person is following the voice of the enemy because of the pain that person endured. Instead of going to Jesus, sometimes we go with our feelings and let the enemy in and we're following his voice and in like, for example, getting revenge. And then we get to the point where um, this person gets to the point where they like to hurt other people because they think they deserve it. And they're taking on um, a form of godliness themselves. So in other words, they're playing God. They're, they're making their own rules. They're acting as if there is no, no one higher than them. And that's what the enemy does. He does. And so what Jesus is saying is if you don't follow me, you're going to end up following the voice of the enemy. And the enemy is only in it for the wages. He doesn't love you. And he's going to pull the rug out from under you on that last day. He's not going to be there for you. He's not. He's only out to kill, steal, and destroy. And so he's going to coax you, and he's going to use people that he can control to coax you the wrong way. And so you have to be strong in your faith. You have to be committed to Jesus to follow after him. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Go to him in your pain. Let him counsel you, let him heal you, and let him teach you, because otherwise you're going to get caught in Satan's web. He's going to send somebody in your life to pull you further and further away from Jesus. You're going to find yourself trying to get revenge. You're going to find yourself bitter and angry, and then Jesus can't do anything for you. He doesn't want you walking down that path. And he doesn't want you to be controlled by that person who is being controlled by the enemy. And so you need to recognize how so many people say they don't hear Jesus. That's a scary thing because if you can't hear Jesus talk to you, you could easily be following the voice of the enemy. If you can't hear Jesus talk to you, how are you going to follow him and recognize him? You're not. And when you can't hear Jesus, if you are being persecuted by that one that is in control, the one that does let the enemy control them, you're going to be hurt over and over again. And Jesus wants you to know that you don't have to be hurt. You don't have to take on their opinion of you. You don't have to care about what they think about you. You don't have to let them control you. And the enemy does that. He, he sends people in your life to try to trick you into thinking that their way, they have a form of godliness, but they're ungodly, that their way is good. And so you know that if what they're telling you to do isn't the same as the Word of God, if you know Jesus and you're hearing his voice, you can surely recognize that person was sent to pull you away from Jesus. And so you can't put anyone before God. You can't have a God before God, not even a person who seems to be that person in your life that is good, 
that person makes you feel good. And you know what? They're being fake. They're being fake, and you have to know that. If they aren't equal to Jesus, they're being fake. They're being controlled by the enemy, and he's only there. He's climbed over the fence, and they're only there for their own glory, for their own satisfaction. Some people actually really enjoy causing pain to other people. And the way not to get hurt by them people is to sit before Jesus each day and get his opinion of you, get his strength, have understanding, get that wisdom and that revelation knowledge of knowing what's going on. Know that in the last days, your own family members may turn away from you because they got bitter, because they got hurt. And instead of following Jesus, they followed the voice of the enemy, and now they're working for him. And now they're a slave to him. And if you follow them, just because they're your family and they don't, you don't want them to reject you, you're their slave. And you're, you're all walking down that wide path that leads to weeping and gnashing of teeth. So you got to make your own stand. You can't live by what someone else thinks of you. You can't live by your feelings. But this is a very, very dangerous game to let anyone play with you because your eternity is at stake. We're not ready for Jesus because we're following another man. It can be a wolf dressed in sheep clothing. They seem nice. They make me feel good about myself. They love me. But as soon as you make a wrong move, you're going to see the other side of them. As soon as they can't control you, you're going to see another side of them. And you're going to see that wolf come out. And he's going to pull the rug out from under you. The whole time you thought that family member or that person was your friend and they cared about you. But as soon as you made one move towards Jesus, you're going to find out they didn't. In fact, it's going to seem as though they hate you. The Bible says that we're going to turn against each other. Be aware that the enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone who he can devour because the end is near. And as many people as he can get to follow him is the company he will have in hell. He wants to take you with him. He doesn't want you to have eternal life. So, if you never heard Jesus talk to you, it's time you started learning that right now. Because if you don't hear him talking to you, you're being led another way. It's a scary, scary thing if you can't hear Jesus talk to you. And so how to do that? Revelation 3.19, he instructs those he loves. When you start listening to someone, you will start to get to know them. Just like that person that you've been trusting you know, maybe you already found out that they were a thief. They were a liar. They were lying to you. All they wanted was your money. All they wanted to gain is something for themselves. And maybe you found out as you took that time to get to know them. But don't, you know, I know I'm going a different direction here, but don't find out when it's too late that you've been fooled. Find out now. Get on your knees and talk to Jesus and get to know him. Spend that time knowing him. Don't let anyone else um, control you. Don't let them have, don't give them your time and your attention more than you give to Jesus because you will be fooled and you will be hurt. And 
you're going to start more caring about what they think of you than Jesus. And when you care about what someone else thinks of you, they're your God, and you're going to be walking away from Jesus instead of towards him. Care what Jesus thinks about you. What does Jesus think about you? Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. He's going to tell you good things, and he's going to be sincere. He just said that right here. I have come that you may have life. Have it to the full. Enjoy it until it overflows. And the enemy came to still come and destroy. I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd risks and lays down his life for his own sheep. He's faithful. He's faithful. And when you start walking with him, you're going to find that out. Let him start showing you the way. Let him correct you. A parent corrects his child. If you love your child, you're going to correct your child. And your child's going to begin to know you and what you think and what goes and what doesn't go. And then your child will have the benefits that you have um, the power to give them when they follow after you. we got to make a choice. It's Jesus or it's the enemy. And the enemy controls those people in your life who are pulling you away from the truth. You have to hear the voice of the Lord. And again, you do that as you follow his instructions. When you do what he tells you to do, he said he will manifest himself to you. John 14, 21. He instructs those he loves. And then he said, if you heed his voice, he will come and live on the inside of you. And when he lives on the inside of you, of course, you're going to hear him and feel him and know that love. And no one will be able to take that away from you. And that person in your life that wants to control you, that is being consumed by their emotions and overpowered by the enemy, they're not going to like you anymore. And that's okay. It's good to separate. Jesus is already separating the sheep from the goats. He's already deciding. One's in the field, two are in the field, and one gets taken, the other one gets left. He's already deciding who's coming by the choices that we're making. So choose Jesus. Hurry up and get ready. Stop letting people hurt you. You don't have to be hurt. You don't have to care what they think of you. You don't have to mind them. But you do have to mind Jesus if you want eternal life with him. If you want goodness, if you want life to the full, tell it's overflowing. Follow Jesus. Begin to know his voice and don't follow the voice of the stranger. You have that feeling on the inside of you when it's wrong. Then go with it. Don't do that. I often have ignored that and it got me in trouble. Sometimes you want so bad for someone to like you that you end up doing that wrong thing that you already knew was wrong, and you left Jesus in the dust. Do you love Jesus? Then follow him. And even if it's a family member, cut them off. Cut them off. Don't follow them. They're going to keep trying to get you to feel guilty and follow their way. Don't do it. Don't do it. Follow Jesus. Decide to follow Jesus. Follow the Lamb wherever he goes, and he's going to get rid of all those blemishes, and you'll be that beautiful bride that stands before him without spot or wrinkle. He is so in love with you. I just want to say again, if you live by how, what people think of you, if you're always thinking, what is that person going to think? What are they going to think? 
Start going to Jesus and saying, what do you think? What do you think? This life here is temporary. It's temporary. Jesus is eternal. Make the right choice. Commit to him. You know, lots of people say that prayer, and then they go back to their old life, and by going back to your old life and doing what you feel you should do, say because it's a family member and you feel obligated to them, although they're following after the voice of the enemy, when you do that, you're really not saved. You can't live in sin and with Jesus at the same time. If Jesus lives on the inside of you, he's going to get rid of that sin that you have going on. And so when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, it's not just a quick prayer. It's saying, I love you. I want to marry you. I'm engaged with you. And I'm going to learn how to live your way. And I'm going to put all wrong aside because I know you're going to help me. If he lives on the inside of you, you can live sinless. You can. He's going to get you to that place. If you want to ask Jesus to live on the inside of you, if you want to marry him, if you want to commit to him, if you want to say, I do, I will do your will, then pray this prayer with me, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you are beckoning us to be your sheep, to follow you wherever you go. And we just received that invitation. You said you're knocking at the door of our heart. And if we heed your voice, that you're going to come and live on the inside of us. And we want that. We want you, Lord. We don't want to live by our feelings anymore or someone else's feelings or what they think of us. We choose you, Jesus. What, whatever we have to give up for you, we're giving it up. Giving it up. I want to follow you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Help us in this hard time that we're going through. Help us to understand what's happening and to be strong and our choices to choose you. You are so good. You are so wonderful, Jesus. Thank you for helping me. You've helped me through so many things. I don't care anymore what somebody thinks of me. I care what Jesus thinks of me. I want to please him, not a person who is really following after the enemy. And you don't want to either. Don't let him pull you into that pit where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Don't let someone do that to you. Run to Jesus. Come to him. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said that. He wants you to enjoy your life. You can't enjoy your life when you live by someone else's opinion. You can't because they're always going to be telling you this is wrong and that's wrong and you should do this and you should be like me. And you're never going to be able to be like that person. And you're never going to be able to live that full life that God equipped you to live without him living on the inside of you. You're going to be like a plant that's never watered. You're going to be dying and decaying and you're not going to be happy because you're working to please someone that you can't, can't please that one. And, that, and that, that way of living is a fake way. A lot of people say Jesus is a crutch and um, a fairy tale, but really you're living the fairy tale if you're not living for Jesus. And, and one day that fairy tale will end and destruction will fall upon you. You're not going to know what happened. Choose Jesus. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.